Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast. Today, we're on chapter 23 of our timeline. I'm with Mariah again. I'm back. Can't get rid of me. <laughs> we're on season 3, episode 2 of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. This is Horror of the Haunted Hair Piece. Truly a horror. Spooky. So... So. We'll jump into this. So the setting, I totally forgot to put what so, it was called. So it takes place in a video arcade called Videorama, where, right. yeah, where Daphne's parents hire the gang to work. Yeah, wow, they got a job. Yeah, which is very interesting because, like, they're the only ones there working. There's no yeah. like, supervisor. Daphne is mm-hmm. technically the supervisor. So, yeah. <laughs> this is their first job we've seen since the first episode when Shaggy was a paper a delivery paper, yeah. boy. So they clearly are growing up. <laughs> Gotta make some money. <laughs> okay, so start with our leader boy, Fred. I have a whole one thing for him. Uh, but he, just like the whole episode, he thinks he's encouraging to Daphne. Yeah, very similar to the last episode where yeah. he kept trying to console Velma, but was just saying kind of sensitive things. He like she was because Daphne was worried that she would disappoint her parents, that she wouldn't run it well and make enough money. And so Fred keeps telling Daphne that, well, if your dad kicks you out of the house, you can sleep in the treehouse. And, yeah. and just, yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else for him? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I put that in the beginning when they are having trouble. He calls Daphne's dad for help, despite mm-hmm. her saying don't. She wants to do it on her own, but... You know, he calls him over. He... When... So... When the mystery happens, which is basically a giant hair monster, comes to life out of one of the, one <laughs> yeah. of the arcade games. And, of course, Daphne's like, what am I going to do? Fred's like, don't worry, we're on the case. So we're, and he starts saying how much he's going to charge her and everything. And then Daphne's like, Fred, I'm part of the team and the gang's also like Fred Daphne's our friend we're not going to charge her and he's like okay okay fine yeah you want to charge what four dollars a day yeah he's upping the prices yeah. for Daphne which is <laughs> he just knows she's loaded I know and it's just it was kind of funny he's ready to make that bank <clears throat> other than that just that again Another one of the things he said to Daphne was, just because you're in your dad's business doesn't mean he doesn't love you anymore. (laughs) Like, trying to console her, but really that's not a very comforting thing (laughs) to say. It was a good try. So, this is more so Daphne-centric episode. So, like we said, her dad owns this uh, video arcade um, oh, she says, nothing is scarier than a bad hairdo. Yes. 
the Shaggy's like, what's scary about a hair piece or something? One of the games is like... Well, it was the new game, and that's where the monster came out of. I wrote the name down, I thought. Maybe not, but it was called Hair Something, and Shaggy's like, what's scary about a, a crazy hairstyle or whatever? And then Dutch and Daphne says... Nothing is scarier than a bad hairdo, Shaggy. Get real. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Get with the times. Uh, she gets trapped pretty easily in the episode. Or easily. Early, Early in the on, episode. Yeah. The giant hairpiece monster traps her in a net and is carrying her. Yeah, just is like, okay, thanks, bye. And then Scooby tries to stop him and blow him away. With a hair dryer, and then it's like, oh, that's too small. And gets like a big fan, and then it blows them both away. And so Daphne is going to fall to her death. And they're like, oh, no, what do we do? Yeah, because somehow being blown away made her go hundreds of feet up in the air, and she's just falling. For like a good minute. (laughs) And, yeah. Uh, So... Scooby uh, calls Jenkins, is like, yo, I need you, help, save Daphne. And so they go hop in a helicopter, but once they get to her, she's all, I can't be saved in that, that's going to clash with my outfit. Yeah, her pink outfit, and it was like a green helicopter. Yeah, mm-hmm. So they had to hurry and run and go get a pink helicopter. And then they could save her. Yeah, and then she was like, okay, now you can save me. So, yeah, I thought it was funny. And did you also notice, I don't know why I'm taking note of this, but she's the one to dismiss Jenkins. She's the yeah. one that's like, that'll be all. Yeah, so like because she was falling to her death, Scooby called Jenkins for her, but she still was like, okay, that'll be all. Mm-hmm. She like... Really wants to live up to her dad's achievements. Uh, we learned that her dad apparently, like, ran his own business at eight years old. Yeah, and that's when he made his first million. Mm. At eight. So, yeah, she's like, oh, I gotta be like him. I gotta do all this crazy stuff in my life and be successful. But then... We learn that she's not ready. She doesn't want to run a business yet. She's like, actually, I just, I want to be a kid right now. I don't want to do all this. Yeah. So, that's, that was at the end of the episode. She's like, okay, I hate to break to you, Dad, but I don't think I want to do this yet, so. But luckily they understood. Yes. And they were just like, yeah, sure, you don't have to. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, "You, you need to be a kid, so. That's all I have for Daphne. I, yeah, pretty much. There's just, I wrote down who everyone thought the um, villain was. So once we get to that, I'll say it first. So Velma, I have one thing for her. She didn't talk all that much this episode, I felt like. But uh, she... Saves all of them. Eventually, they all get trapped together, and she saves them all by scaring the monster with hair remover. 
Yeah, she had a spray or bottle or. Yeah, she had some sort of solution in her handy dandy suitcase (laughs) of of everything you could ever need. I also put that she was also the one again who unmasks the villain and again was the only one who was right about who it was. (laughs) So Velma's the youngest, but she's on top of things. Oh, yeah. She's not missing a beat here. (laughs) Oh, all I. Is that all you had for Velma? Yeah. Okay. All I had for Shaggy was I introduced the episode. (laughs) Go me. I. Okay, yeah. Again, he was the narrator for the intro. Um, I just put at one point when they're looking for clues, he of course suggests looking for clues at the restaurant that's next door to the arcade, which him and Scooby go to and like the food is horrible yeah the breadsticks are not made out of bread they're made out of sticks and the noodles they ordered spaghetti and the noodles are not even cooked and they looked hairy yes they looked hairy and that's the guy who owns it is named mr baker but people call him crusty and i guess that's why they call him crusty because all his food is crusty and gross um I also put that at one point, this is kind of for both Shaggy and Scooby, but they were spying on Bigwig the monster outside, trying to get inside of the restaurant. And I thought, I wrote that was interesting because normally, like, it's the monster that scares them. Yeah. Then that's watching the monster. But quickly after, the monster found them anyways. (laughs) They didn't live long. But yeah, that was pretty much it for Shaggy. So, Scooby is apparently, like, the best Coolsville arcade player. Yeah, he's... You can just play, like, three games at once. He's playing them so good that the games are, like, exploding and just breaking. He's, like, getting such a high score that can't handle it. And like we said, he's the one that calls Jenkins to help Daphne. Yeah. Um, So, again, I, I just, like, point out, that Jenkins is like assigned to all the game, not just Daphne. Yeah, like they're I guess they're allowed to use yeah. the services, but I mean this was an emergency too. Yeah, that's for true. Daphne's sake. And then uh, my only other note for Scooby was that he and Shaggy dressed as Italian hairdressers. Oh, yeah. To trick the monster and like is that is that like a significance? Like a hairdresser is usually Italian or something? I don't I, w- I mean I don't think so. I don't know why they were Italian. I think yeah. maybe it was because they were trying to like serve him food while yeah, they were hairdressing true. him. So I don't yeah, that was kinda weird. Like why were they and then the, <laughs> yeah. and the food they fed him was like a wedding cake. Yeah. Which was really weird because of all the things. Uh, why specifically a wedding cake? You know, it was... It was... Yeah, it's a good try. It was, yeah, it was kind of a little weird, I guess, <laughs> to say the least. <clears throat> uh, that's all I had for Scooby. Yeah, pretty much. Me too. Woohoo! That's the gang. There's... Some side characters, though. Yeah, we had a handful of side characters this time. So, Red Herring. Uh, we see him, kind of. Uh, of course, Fred is assuming, uh, suspecting 
Fred. And so Fred goes all the way to his house, just walks into his house, and is like, Aha, it's you. And Fred's just like reading the newspaper. He's like, No, it's not me. Leave. He's like not phased whatsoever. I guess Fred just had to get it out of his system. Yeah, pretty much at this point. Then I have Gus. <clears throat> yeah, was Gus like a worker? Or Yeah, he was basically like almost like the maintenance guy type okay. of thing like for the arcade. Man? Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense. But he like makes the video games for the arcade. Yeah. And he also when the gang trapped the monster, they have a fake video game where Scooby comes out and pretends to be Scoobman the Barbarian to try and scare the monster. Gus helps him make the machine yes. to trap the monster. And he says he does it for Velma. Oh. Like, Velma was like, thank you, Gus, for helping us make the machine. And he's like, anything for you, Velma. And then, like, which I guess is sweet, but it could also be kind of creepy yeah. in some ways. But, you know, we're, we're going to just say it was an innocent thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had another moment, too. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. But we had another moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so Gus knows what jinkies means. When Velma says jinkies, the first time she says it, he, like, runs up. And he's like, oh, did you find a clue? Like, okay, are you, like, spying on him or something? Yeah. Because we never met you before, dude. Yeah, like, he seems nice and all, but... Come on, Gus, you're not really part of this group, so what's going on? <laughs> you're, yeah, probably like 40 years older than that. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, and then at the end of the episode, uh, he actually ends up running Krusty's restaurant. Yeah, he does. And Shaggy gives him his famous recipe for a pretzel and whipped cream pizza. Yes. Which he's making in his pizza machine. So we saw Mr. and Mrs. Blake again. This is the second time seeing them. I feel like they looked different this episode. Like maybe their clothes were different because they were all in pink. Yeah, that was Like the weird. dad was in a pink suit. Da Mrs. Blake was in a pink outfit as well as, of course, Daphne is always in her pink. Or most of the time in her pink outfit. I'm gonna see. And I feel like the first time that I saw her parents, her mom was in a different dress. Because I remember it being like a giant diamond ne necklace or something or so I thought. It was Robopop. That was the first time I saw them. And it just was their outfits. I just felt like her mom had a different hairstyle. I remember it being like cheetah print or snake skin dress it's something expensive maybe I, maybe i'm just imagining it but i could have sworn it was something more like rich looking i just thought her hair was blonde mm. the first time i saw her it's no good. She's out cold. Ew. Dad, See? Yeah, a much more expensive outfit. But her hair is... And her hair is blonde, yes. Sorry. Like, 
Okay. And the diamond necklace, I remember <clears throat> that. It was so freaking big. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I wasn't going crazy. <laughs> so, like, did she... Is that her dyed, or... It could be a wig, too. True. I mean, I'm sure they have different... things to wear. Okay, anyways. Yeah, they look different. It's been some time, apparently. I mean, to be fair, like, they are really wealthy. So yes. It's not uncommon. I mean, that sounds weird. What I mean is it wouldn't be a total shock that they changed their appearances. Mm -hmm. So, okay, my other thing that I was like, um, something else happens. Yeah, there was a bit of an adult joke yeah. in there. <laughs> Mr. Blake was like, hey, come on. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. Yeah. And... <laughs> Poor Fred, because they were going home, and poor Fred was like, wow, Daphne, what do your parents do on Tuesday nights? <laughs> and she was like, oh, you know, count money. Well, like she hopes. Yeah. And, well, but she was like, yeah, they have to start on Tuesday because it takes them until Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of like, <laughs> oh, wow, okay, there's... So, Karusty... Yeah, Krusty, a.k.a. Mr. Baker, he is the owner of the restaurant next door to the arcade, and he is upset because <clears throat> the kids' noises over by the arcade are killing his business, apparently. So he says. Yeah, but they say it's because your food is gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and like we learn, he doesn't like actually cook his food. Because when they got spaghetti, they were like, um, do you ever think about cooking the noodles? And he's like, whoa, I never thought about cooking the noodles. Yeah, so he clearly is not in the right, um, profession. <laughs> yeah, I like, how is your restaurant still running, dude? I mean, clearly it, it was empty when, yeah. when Shaggy and Scooby went in. And they even they left, which is saying True. something. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's all I got for Krusty. Did you get a name for the restaurant? Um, I didn't. Okay, not that it's important. We had Durwood McDigitson. McDigitson, yeah. And he wants to basically show Daphne his new games and sell them to her to have them in her arcade, but. She's not, she's not spend the time with that. Yeah, she's not really interested in his kind of odd games. She's like, um, no thanks, not now. But he's persistent. Yes. They like, well then they eventually go to his house to investigate. And he's like, oh, well while you're here, check out this game. So, yeah, he just, he's like, come on, let me show you my games. Yeah. We had Chrissy. Yeah, she was apparently a fellow arcade gamer and was trying to beat Scooby's scores. Mm-hmm. But she says she hopes the place shuts down because she can't beat Scooby. Yeah, so she's a little bitter about that. She's like, if I can't win, this place might as well just close down. I ain't 
Dealing with this. And Derwood said the same thing about, well, if you're not going to buy my games, and I, I hope that monster keeps it out of business if, since you don't have good sense, basically. So mm. they both were kind of like, hmm, they both are kind of suspicious. Oh, we saw the broadcaster guy again. He interrupts the episode to tell you to get ready to boogie for the next song coming up. For the yeah, romp. For the romp. <laughs> he, yeah. like, started dancing out of the seat and everything. Yeah, he got up on the table and, like, get down, get boogie. <laughs> so, our villain was Bigwig. He's, like, a big hair fluff. Like, he's like a giant chunk of hair, basically, with yeah. eyes and arms. <laughs> he was like a yellow, almost orangey. Yeah. He was a very interesting color. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he talked. He kind of had, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but when he would talk, he had a little bit of a something to his voice. Like a lisp, almost? Kind of. I don't know. It kind of just sounded like he maybe had, like, this is going to sound weird. Like, almost he had, like, a small amount of food in his mouth. Yeah. When he talked, it was just kind of, like... Or maybe hair. Maybe he just had some hair in his mouth. Really, and That's though. why it sounded a little bit muffly. Yeah, it was... <laughs> so, the criminal ended up being Krusty. Krusty Baker, of course. Just upset. About the arcade. Stealing his customers. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. I'm so sorry. Wow. That Daphne, before it was revealed, Daphne thought it was Durwood. Fred thought, mm. of course, it was Red Herring. And Shaggy thought it was Chrissy. Mm. Because she wanted to beat Scooby's scores. Yes. But, of course, Velma was like, actually, it's... And pulled up the mask to reveal Krusty Baker. Krusty. So... Yeah, he was just upset at the arcade. Yeah, it was he he thought it was driving away his business <laughs> yeah. again, but don't think that was quite the issue. So do you think when Bigwig was like trying to get into that building, it was like his restaurant, he like just forgot his key or something? Yeah, that was kind of weird because when Shaggy and Scooby were spying on Bigwig for a moment, he was trying to break into the restaurant next door of the arcade. And that was one of the clues Velma realized, oh, it must be Krusty because he was trying to get in the restaurant. But it was kind of weird because if he's trying to break in, but it's yeah. his restaurant, it like, yeah, that was a little confusing. <laughs> Maybe a bit of a flaw there. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, I mean... I mean, a lot of things you could have done better, but, mm-hmm. like, you could have just, like, ditched the costume for a minute and gone the front way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was kind of like... Yeah, I don't weird. know. He, he, yeah. Obviously, it didn't succeed. They caught him. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the dreaded question, do you think he would come back? I don't. I don't have much faith in you, Krusty. I think you are... <laughs> Kind of, um, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. He just doesn't have, like, a great motive. Like, yeah, like, I feel like he'll find his calling eventually and get over it yeah. and move on. I just feel like this was just not his thing, and I, they, in a way, they helped him kind of move on a little bit. Yeah, he just, like, needed something to blame, basically. Yeah. 
couldn't accept the fact that he just wasn't good, enough. good at his <laughs> so supposed profession. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Krusty. And yeah, we as far as I know, we don't see him again. So he's he stayed crusty. <laughs> yep. Okay, so I have one kind of weird timeline connection. It's not necessarily a connection, but like it just made me think. So we had Chrissy in this episode. And then eventually in a movie called Scooby Stage Fright, which will happen like after the whole timeline shift with Mystery Incorporated, after Scooby Doo, it's it's gonna be way 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 in the future. So like, so basically what I'm saying is, I don't know if like technically this probably isn't the same Chrissy, but like with the timeline shift, it could be just like that timeline shifts version of Chrissy. Anyway, um, there's a character in Scooby Doo Stage Fright. Her name is Chrissy. And, like, throughout at least half of the movie, the villain, like, that's his motive. It's Chrissy must win. And that's... Uh, Stage Fright is a kind of partially a parody of, like, Phantom of the Opera. Partially. And then there's, like, a twist that happens and changes the story. But, like, for again, for, like, half-ish, maybe a third of the movie, um, we think, it makes you think that the whole motive of the Phantom is that he wants Chrissy to win, and so that's like every time he'd pop up or whatever, in his weird voice, Chrissy must win. And anyway, it just made me think of that. I was like, wait, Chris, Chrissy, hold up. Yeah, that's What are you doing? <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. I, I Really, you could say it's the same Chrissy if you want, because there's a timeline shift in between. Or you could just not. But, you know, they you honestly look the same. You could speculate it. <laughs> yeah. So, that's all I got for this episode. Um, We've been sucking at the jokes, just remembering. So, um, yeah. Welcome back. Uh, if you didn't hear in the last time we actually did a joke. We're trying to do jokes um, in every episode. I got handed down this Scooby-Doo Ultimate j uh, Joke Book. And so I was like, oh, we can tell some of these jokes in each podcast. And then I just keep forgetting. So we're going to remember now. <laughs> uh, so this is from Shaggy's Revenge section. And then like parentheses, bad jokes. So this one says, why did Shaggy eat his homework? Why? Are you ready? I'm ready. Because his teacher said it was a piece of cake. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming down, did you? I mean, yeah. If his homework is a piece of cake, I'd want some, yeah, too. <laughs> Thanks, Teach. Okay. So, that's going to do it for this episode. If you would like to... Give us any comments, any questions, any concerns, any just talk to us more or less. You can email us at sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram 
at SD Legend Podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with me personally, you can find me on Twitter at Jazz820 or on Instagram. I'm Smash underscore vlogs. And I also have a YouTube channel where I do other types of content amongst other types of Scooby Doo content. And that is Smash, that's lowercase sm, all uppercase ash. If you search Ashton Hardy, it should be one of the first ones to pop up. And yeah, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. We're almost done with the pup name, Scooby-Doo. I'm going to keep saying that every episode because... <laughs> We're getting ready to like, move on. We literally have like four episodes now left, so... That's crazy. We're so close. I know. Is everybody ready to get to the next era section of their ready. life? I am. Yeah. I honestly am ready for them to grow up. Yeah, I've enjoyed this series, but I think I'm ready for mm-hmm. an, a different... Hi. A different spin on things. Yeah, I... Again, we've kind of talked about it. It's not that a pup named Scooby-Doo is bad or anything. Like, it, it's a good series. It's fun. It's just, again, it is very, very, very repetitive of everything they do. Like, everything has to happen in every episode so yeah i'm ready for a change ready for a little more serious mysteries maybe not serious but a little tougher mysteries um and i'm ready for fred to stop accusing red herring of yeah everything. i this isn't my favorite iteration of fred i'm ready like i like fred how he is right now he is more goofy right now they're portraying fred um like not in a pup named scooby-doo just like right now in general when they're making new scooby content they are making him more uh, goofy in his teenage slash adult uh versions whatever and like i enjoy it because i don't know i just feel like they're doing it better now i mean but again this version of fred like his personality fits his age and stuff yeah so. for sure uh but yeah i am i am kind of ready to get out of these kind of cliche versions of the characters yeah. Like, again, th- again, they're not bad, but I'm just, like, I don't, I don't love when they make Daphne like, oh yes, I am rich and I have all this money and I'm girly, like. Yeah. It again, it's definitely very much like targeted for younger kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we're almost there. We have, again, a movie before we get, jump into our next series. I we actually might have three movies before we jump into the next series uh i i'll have to check up on that before we get there but um our first movie is the mystery map which is a puppet movie oh okay okay interesting (laughs) and uh it's again they're kind of like the puppets are in their pup name scoodoo designs but like they're a, a little older. It's like they're tween stage, more or less. They're growing up and mm-hmm. they're puppets. <laughs> yeah, they're puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say like Mystery Maps, a great movie, but like it, it's a fun one-off watch. It really is, just because again they are getting older, so they kind of get out of some of these personality traits. And but you kind of see the transition in this movie of their personalities changing, okay. and so you kind of anyway. 
Fred and Velma's relationship in that movie, I love. It's funny. I don't think you've watched this movie. I haven't, yeah. Hopefully you do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, that was my little rant for a minute. We're almost done with Pop Name Scooby-Doo. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you in the next one.